We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is why they acquired Donovan Mitchell. Moments like this. Mitchell pulls back by Randall. Randall guarding him. Mitchell on the drive. Goes inside. Hartenstein with a block. Mitchell catches it back to Mobley. Mobley turns. Shot no good. Rebound. Barrett, it's over. And the Knicks hold on to win. Who knows for Hartenstein. He's magnificent down the stretch. Had a big dunk and so finally keep this as well. Oh. <laughs> Did they need that? My goodness. Hey, you doing everybody? Um thanks for joining us for what was Benji Ritholtz, I'm going to start off with a question to you that is completely unfair. I'm putting you on the spot. Um that was the most needed Nick win. You know what? I'm actually going to answer my own question. Uh, see if you could think what, since when I'm thinking of one and it, I don't actually, I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that I have to think that long ago for, for one that is comparable in terms of how much they needed the win. I can't think of any of recent memory. No, I would argue I mean, games the- haven't been important for most of the last 20 years in fairness, but in the last three, yeah, that one feels uh, as as big as they come. The only one that I would put up there in terms of needed a win and got a win is the Cavs game earlier this season after the Dallas debacle. And how funny is it? I mean, man, sports is sports is a, a funny a funny being. Uh, they don't get Donovan Mitchell in the offseason. They <laughs> and then their season, you could argue, uh, turns. Well, it turned once, I think, on that Cavs game because it started the eight-game win streak. And uh, who knows? We'll see what happens after this game. It's one game. Um, feels huge right now. Uh, I can't express how big this win feels because I don't know about you. I know it's four losses in a row. Mitch is out. It felt like the wheels were starting to come off. Did it not for you as well? I had a thought on that possession when RJ got into the lane, stopped, had about three calves on him. Julius is standing on the wing waiting for the pass and RJ goes up with it, misses. Down come the calves and score. They stretch the lead to, I think, eight. I don't remember exactly. Um, maybe that's wrong in terms of the amount, but they, they, they stretched the lead. It might have. No, no, that might have been. No, you know what? You're right. It was 69-61, I believe, when they went to that timeout. Yeah, so, so Julius in, goes, in Julius, is, Julius is furious with RJ, rightfully so, although <laughs> I wish it was a bit less demonstrative about it, but okay. Um, they go to the bench, and I my thought was, man, that that's a kind of play and the kind of reaction to that play that could really tear a team apart, especially with the way things are going. And they come out of that timeout and Julius makes the same exact pass to RJ that RJ failed to make to, to Randall. The same yep. exact pass to the sa- from the same spot to the same wing. RJ makes the three and the Knicks get back in the game after Randall makes another huge play inside. And man, yeah, and now you're here where you're coming off, as you said, I think the biggest win of the year, certainly, and the biggest win of recent memory. It, it feels absolutely massive right now because... Um, that Cavs team is, are they a contender? Are they right outside the contender circle? I mean, we could sit here and we could have that conversation. I'm not interested in having that conversation right now. They're good. When they have all their pieces on the floor, they're good. 
they're really good. They, I think that you could argue that they're great, and they've missed a lot of games this year between Garland and Mitchell's missed some games, and Allen's missed some games, and Mobley's missed some games, and yet they still have, I believe, the fourth best net rating in the league. They have the second best net rating in the East. They're right up there for one of the best records in the East. I mean, this team is a, it is a beast. And not only that, and boy, were they were they beastly. Like all four, I, I think all of their big four played pretty well tonight. I mean, Mitchell took a while to get going, but when he got going. <laughs> We were sitting there watching in the fourth on playback and we were like, it's coming. And it just kept coming and coming. He had the first three threes in the in the fourth. And then they made some plays down the stretch. And I don't I want to talk about the end, but then I want to go back to talk about the guy who they wouldn't have gotten to the end with, and that's Julius Randle. Give me a little Isaiah Hardenstein love. Come on. Redemption. <laughs> I love it. For that play. Because, man, man, the MSG gods were, like, writing this as their final chapter until, like, for, like, like Mitchell coming down the lane to tie the game. The guy they passed up on to, tie the, to come up on a dunk. He was going to dunk on Hartenstein's head. That's what I thought when he first made the move. To tie the game, then it's overtime. The Knicks would surely lose that game in overtime. Or, or, or how about this? How about the end one? And one over yeah. Hardenstein's head, the failed free agent acquisition that they got instead of Mitchell. <laughs> it was the writing was on the wall. The gods had declared it, and then man, for Hardenstein to get up there and and make and block that shot, uh, stay vertical. Uh, just an unbelievable play. And honestly, he was great tonight. He was great tonight. He deserves all the love. He was great throughout the game. Maybe a couple of missed rebounds that frustrate me with him sometimes, like on the free throw where somehow Brunson's the one. But like overall, what a performance by him. Um, he was great and he deserves all the love and good for him because obviously it's been a tough, it's been a tough stretch. So it was good to see. Yeah. And like, you know, you never know what players do and don't see and and what they read and what they hear. And they probably they they let me rephrase that. They certainly hear and read and see a lot more than they admit to reading and hearing and seeing. Earlier today, Ringer story dropped uh, LA Clippers interested in reacquiring their former backup center, potentially, you know, um, in Isaiah Hardenstein. And now he comes out tonight and has and has the game of the year. That is certainly not lost on me as we are we are celebrating this, and especially since Mitchell Robinson is going to be out, I would assume, until the All-Star break, although who knows, maybe he comes back a few games before. They needed they needed something like this um, from specifically from one of their centers. And they got it tonight from him. Uh, there were some other good contributions that I, I want to get your thoughts on before you get out of here. But so I think based on how I reacted to Julius Randall last year, I've been going a little over the top, perhaps at times in showing him some love this year, because I feel like he has been at least trying to do the things that many of us asked him to do and wanted to see from him last year. Tonight, was he perfect? No, because when is Julius Randle ever perfect? But I don't know that there is such a thing as going over the top with the love for Randle tonight, because I mean, you want to talk about putting a team on your back and making big plays. I don't know that he could do it much better than he did. 100%. And he shot the ball great in the first quarter. And he go, you know, he has these quarters sometimes, especially in the first where he just like fills it up and often it kind of goes south from there because he does. starts to rely on the jumper a little too much. And it doesn't, it doesn't it sometimes it betrays him to see him battle down low the way he did. And he got blocked a couple times. I yep. uh, thought he thought he thought he played through contact and get the call. He doesn't it's some you know on a couple of them. I mean it's it's Allen and Mobley down there, just the twin towers. It's tough, you know. Julius is only six nine, as strong as he is, but man, he had some buckets. There was that one where he, <laughs> he someone took oh the ball God. from him. He took it right back. He shoved a couple guys. He went up and finished. Just tough buckets. And I thought his passing overall was very good. A uh, couple of boneheaded ones, but overall. Just uh, getting into the lane, finding Grimes in the corner a couple of times, finding RJ up top, like like in the lane, making the right play. Um, defensively fought, you know, it's not always perfect in the drop when when he's in drop. It's I shouldn't say that. It's never perfect when he's playing drop. <laughs> but but overall, yes. he fought. He, he switched on to Mitchell on that last possession. I know he got blown by. It's tough. But, you know, at least he didn't let him have that three. And he let, he let the help take care of the rest. Um, Trust your help. 
trust your help. You can't, you can't lose the game on a two, right? Nope. So, so you can't, you know, and then he had already made two step back threes in that quarter. So you really got to make sure he doesn't shoot that. And uh, overall, an amazing game. He was fantastic. He is uh, certainly the first star. Yeah. And I, you know, like you say, it, okay, he sometimes he has these high scoring quarters and oftentimes in this year, at least they've been in the first quarter. I don't, I know fourth quarter buckets are worth more than first quarter buckets by and large, but in a game like this where they were reeling, absolutely freaking reeling to come out and do it tonight. And like, yes, is that first quarter a big reason why he ended up with 36 points on 21 shots, eight of 12 from deep, got to the line seven times, 13 rebounds. Um, Yeah, it was a big part of it. But like, it still counts, you know, eight of 12 from deep. He was eight of 12 from deep. Holy cow. Yeah. God, that's a real number. I did not make that number up. Um, I didn't appreciate that as it was happening. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, look, he, they told, I mean, he says, I guess it was, uh, if I forget if it was Johnny Bryan or one of the other assistant coaches said to him before, you know, at the start of camp, like you got to shoot it this year and he has, and is it always perfect? No, are there are times he could be a little over reliant. Yes, but by and large, I do think that that's been a massive um, part of his of his uh, offensive rebound from last year, as you've talked about as much as anyone. Um, a couple more quick hitters before I, I get you out of here. I feel like we have to go to quickly next. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good to have him back. Oh man, yeah. We talked about it on the playback a bit. You know, having him and Grimes to match up on the two, you know, they're, they're a unique team in that they, they, they play two really quick, small guards and it's tough to match up with, but to have the flexibility to go with quickly and Grimes there to guard those two. And they went to RJ late, which I thought was a interesting decision. And RJ made a couple of good plays yeah, well, and then got called for that foul, uh, which I don't think was a good call, but the, the flexibility to have all three of those guys. And if you have a bigger two, you can get RJ in there. And if you have two small guys like this, you got IQ and Grimes. And I know Mitchell made a couple tough step backs over him. He was looking for that switch, but I thought that defense was great. Tip your cap. And one of them was on a broken play where they got the ball back after they got the initial stop. So like, man, he's so good. He's so important for them, obviously. And, and to have back, like, I don't know how many straight minutes, despite having a bit of a bulky knee right now. Um, so hopefully he rebounds and he's all right. Uh, but just invaluable, like an invaluable piece that just fills a lot of gaps for this team. He's in the, and it's, it's huge. It's just never an accident. It feels like, or at this point we, it cannot be considered an accident. It cannot be considered a coincidence that he just so happens to be out there when good things happen. Like how often do the Knicks make a run, the Knicks make a push and he's on the floor. Sure enough, he's team high plus 14 tonight um, in 27 minutes, six assists, by the way, in 27 minutes. And I, I, I'm, I'm happy also that like after, and you did the great thread after the Washington game um, or the great clip package after the Washington game, showing like all the passes that weren't being made. Fairly certain this is the, I would have to go back and, and double check. Maybe Andrew could go back, could, could chuck it. Is this the first time all season they've had 25 or more assists in three straight games? Cause they had 25 assists wow. on 37 made shots. It might not be, a, it, they, they may have done it before, but that's not something this team does a lot, you know, is, is yeah. 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 And you could see it from the tip. Like it's just simple. It's not, it's nothing fancy or complicated. It's no. like when you, when you, they're really good at collapsing the defense. They have three guys who are really good at getting into the paint. And you can get into the paint and take a tough shot, and they make a lot of them, especially Brunson. Yep. Or you can stop and make the easy kick out, and that generates threes, and it generates the next drive off a kick, off a kick, which generates another pass and an open shot. Like it's simple, really simple driving kick offense. But when it's executed correctly, you can get high assist games. And I thought there was a concerted effort tonight uh, in the last two games, really, to just make that pass, and uh, it, it, it leads to a really positive chain reaction, and the offense benefits. Um. I don't want to end on a, a down note, so I will. Yes, Andrew, do you have an answer for us? So I have an answer, and the number has to be 25. 25 or more in three straight, yeah. So then in, this is the first time it's happened. If you okay. said 24, the first four games of the season, it was 24, it was wow. 28, 29, 24, 26. Okay. And then there's another stretch. If you Again, if it's 24 in the, OKC, the, the road trip. So the okay. OKC game where they... So the last game before the, yeah. the road trip... Um, 25 and the first two games of the road trip, 26 and 24. So they, they do not do this a lot. Um, okay. A couple quick hitters and then I'm, I promise I'm not going to keep you. Obi Toppin. Yeah. 
10 minutes. Did a lot in those 10 minutes. Man, you know what? Credit to him. Yeah. Credit to him. Um, there are a lot of ways to go about the OB conversation. Um, ultimately, as I said, like all of which e- I'm sick of <laughs> either Tibbs, OB or Randall have to go for all three of them to succeed here. Like you can't, the, the three of them is a, just not going to work, yeah. but for the purposes of this year, this team, and if this is how he's going to be used, can you in that small amount of time be a tremendous energy guy? And what yeah. was lacking when he first came back from the injury, and maybe it was just because he was just getting back. Like, where were the extra hustle plays? Where were the fast break buckets getting out on the break? Like, it just didn't seem like he had that pop that he that is so essential for a guy who's playing so few minutes. Like, you have to come into the game and you have to just instantly be a spark. That's your job, for better or for worse. And I think it's mostly for worse for his sake. But I do think it is what it is. This is your role. It's going to be what it's going to be. Now, to make the best of it, you have to play like this. And obviously, yeah. making shots helps. But like the overall energy of his game was huge tonight. Those ten minutes. I mean, the bench won this game. They were they were plus a, a lot tonight. Um, yes, they were all and, they were all plus. It wasn't it wasn't just quickly. I should yeah, say. Yeah, and I, and, and and Obi was a huge part of it. Making shots, getting out on the break, making some defensive deflections. Um, man, huge huge minutes from him. And RJ, I want to show RJ love. Um, because he did make those two defensive plays late on Donald Mitchell. Those were huge. They don't win the game without those plays. Um, good job by him uh, on in those moments. And in, in what was maybe not the best game for RJ, but I like you said it during the playback. Good, good on ball defense. I think throughout the night. Uh, yeah, and a, and a challenging matchup for him. And I thought he oh, overall sure. did a good job on Garland. I really did. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, and look, there are nights where. Like that's what that's what we all want RJ to embrace more of. Like if you need to be a role player on a given night, like live up to that challenge, you know. Because there's going to be nights where that's what is asked of you. Um, last but not least, I I, I don't want to let you go before because you were you were talking about it throughout the night. Little little signs from Deuce McBride. Little yeah. signs of growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, more and more, there's just like it's subtle improvement. He's certainly not a good offensive player right now. I'm I'm not I'm not implying that he is. But this is what sometimes like development's hard and sometimes it takes time. And this is the benefit of playing guys through early career struggles. And I think we're seeing significant improvement in his driving kick game, like a bit more decisive. He's getting into the paint now. He was struggling to even get there, even off the catch over the first many games of the season. And now he's getting there and he's he's displaying what I think we all knew he had, which from his time in college and you see it in the G league, like he's got a very good passing game, but the passing game doesn't matter. It's not effective if you don't get into positions to pass. And now he's in the paint and we're seeing some really nice passes and, 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 and kickouts and assists. And his pass to Obi in the corner was a lefty hook pass off the dribble, live dribble. That's not an easy pass offhand. And um, Big I want to give him credit. I want to give him credit because he's working through a tough time. Um, and and look, it's a pay, development's painful sometimes, so, and you're going to go through struggles. And good on the organization for staying with him. And I think you're starting to see the benefits slowly but surely. Now, is it going to? Yeah. Are they going to make a move? I was, and then yeah. and then there there goes that. I don't know. But for now, what I'm watching is a guy who's slowly improving um, in the ways that you want to see. Hopefully, the shot starts to go a little bit, but. Um, I, I like to see that improvement. Uh, Benji, you are you're the best in the business. I love when you come on here ah. to, to get me to get me started on these things. Uh, thank you. Um, oof, goodness gracious! Still, still it feels good. No, yeah, if, I, a little positive energy. Hey, super chatters, let's let's be positive tonight. Great win, great win, great Redepstein. So you know. Whether you say this was the biggest win of the season, or the, or maybe you could you could even say maybe like the Utah win after the the terrible OKC game that we were there to witness in person, my goodness gracious, um, or the other Cleveland game, we could have the discussions about which was the most important win of the season. This was their best. I think this was their best win. This was the best game you, you could argue. Maybe not that they've played, but against a team that took it to them and looked like it was going to take it from them in the fourth. They was absolutely yeah. It's the best, and they're healthy. You beat a healthy Cavs team. I think it's the best team they've beaten. Uh, oh yeah, they needed a. They didn't have a signature win. This was a signature win. Uh, signature win, and uh, you know, and to get that three game, oh, like three games over now. 
You're back um, to three games back over. Back to yes. three games over. And, and again, I agree with you, and I've heard you say it many times. Like, you got to get the, the schedule's tough. You're missing your center. Uh, you got to get into the All Star break above 500. Uh, and this was a massive win towards that effort because the the, the going's getting tough here with the schedule. Uh, to bank this win to get three games over uh, is just huge. So great job by then. Great way way to hold on. And by the way, they made free throws down the stretch. Yes, they did. Two uh, Bronson, two big late yep. free throws. Hey. Yeah, needed those. Out time. All right, Benji Ritholtz, you the man, dude. All right, guys, have a good night. Peace out. Um, okay, we are going to roll into moment of the game, Mr. Andrew Claudio. I have some. You got think, some candidates? I think some fairly obvious candidates. I'd uh, say so. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna i I'm gonna go backwards. Okay. Um I, I think the I say Hardenstein block on Donovan Mitchell should perhaps perhaps be a candidate for a moment of the game. What do you think? Let's see what else you got. Let's see what else you got. Okay. That's that's one. Um the Julius three. Uh, mm-hmm. to put them back up one oh three, one hundred after they failed to get the um rebound off of the missed free throw in what ended up being a four point possession for the Cavs um when the Knicks were up by by four with two fifty one left. And I don't know if the third candidate should be the Hardenstein put back dunk or one of the RJ strips or or defensive plays of Mitchell. What do you think? I think it should be an RJ strip an RJ of Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. So pick your RJ strip of Mitchell in the last uh did both of those come in the last minute? They were definitely in the last like, minute and a half. Yeah. Okay. It was in that stretch where quickly came out after the timeout and then RJ came in and it was back to back possessions. So yeah, I have it was in let so it was um one eighteen left uh, to preserve it at one oh three one hundred and then there was Another one that I don't. Oh, well, actually, you know what? They credited um, Hardenstein with the other block on Donovan Mitchell, also to keep it one hundred three, one hundred with forty seven seconds left. So, but that was the one that Jeremy and I were wondering: could they have called it a foul? And then the replay it showed no, like yeah. because of the angle that Hardenstein had of his hand over the ball, it forced Mitchell to lose it before any contact was made. No, uh, no issues with the refereeing tonight, other than like. Hey. Well, well, listen, you okay? To, overall, no. Overall, okay. The, that I agree the, with. the foul on Garland with the, and then the no call on Randall, even though they clearly, uh, I think it was uh, Mobley racked uh, Randall across the arm when he was going up. That those weren't great. Other than that, yeah, we we've seen some pretty shittily shittily. Is that a word? Shittily. It is now. Uh, it is now officiated games of late, and uh, it was. Overall, though, I'm not going to complain about this one. Uh, what, what score did Julius's three make it? One, I believe it was 103, 100. Okay, okay, which good. was all, would have been the that so that was the last basket they made, and then the, the J, Jalen Brunson free throws that we just talked about. Um, big, 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 big. Uh, quick personal injury report, courtesy of our very, very, very good friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. Um, the Knicks only had one injury tonight. Mitchell Robinson, as we've been talking about, very notable injury. Uh, they withstood it. So that is the that is the that is the main takeaway from the personal injury report tonight. Uh, also, Emmanuel quickly made it back. It was a game time decision. Gave it a go. Uh, Andrew, if you have a moment to look it up and you can put it in the chat or come on and let me know how many consecutive minutes did Emmanuel quickly play in this game in the second half. I would be curious to know what that number is. Uh, don't forget, if you have a possible case and you want to talk to someone about it, talk to a veteran. Do not talk to a rookie. Um, don't talk to Trevor Keels. Talk to who's our who's our, who's our our most veteran player in the rotation right now. I guess it's Randall, right? Yes. There would be Julius Randall. My goodness. Yeah. Talk to, talk to a veteran. Talk to Julius Randall. Um, she should mention um, there was one more person out tonight and it's a cause for congratulations Evan Fournier oh yes but that's not yeah. a well listen he's he's out tonight hold on. because okay you would have experience with this so. I have sustained many a personal injury to my pride because of my children mm-hmm. uh, so it falls under this uh, congratulations Evan Fournier father of a uh, I believe it was a baby boy right I think so um, yeah his second yeah. child though second child mm-hmm. listen Someone told me before we had our second that the second makes it exponentially harder than the first. I don't know if I would agree with that, but it gets a lot tougher. Anyway, uh, that's it for the, the, the you'll 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 know what that's like someday. Uh, that's it for the Weiss and Rosenblum personal injury report. Don't forget, contact them 212-366-6100. Once again, Weiss and Rosenblum, uh, personal injury attorneys, 212 366 
6100, or you can visit them at weissandrosenbloom.com. Should we do the thing? Last thing before we get to the Super Chats. Emmanuel yes. quickly came into the game for RJ Barrett um, with 428 left in the third quarter. So that's 428 there and exited the game with about three and change left. Let me find the exact spot. Exited the game for RJ Barrett with... I think that when was under happen? three. I think it was, it he, was so he played geez, more. It was than, with one thirty-one left at the game. So he played. So he played four, fifteen consecutive minutes. Is that yeah? Is that math check out on a bad? Uh, yeah, f- more than that. Listen. Oh no, no, your math is right. Your math is right. So uh, ten and a half minutes plus four and a half minutes. So that's fifteen consecutive minutes. The thing that I wanted to mention before uh, when Bledgey was talking about quickly, and I think so. The uh, there was a report that came out today from. I forget who it was from, but something about like the the Suns are kicking the tires on potential point guards of the future for them, and they're looking to maybe make a trade, right? Mm. And quickly, quickly's name came up as someone that they were again potentially interested in. I'm pretty sure the other names, all the other names on that list that they were that were on there were like former All Stars or guys who had made at least one All Star team. And then there's Emmanuel Quickly that should say what the rest of the league thinks of this young player um, and how cool it is for him to be mentioned um, in that same in that same breath as, as you know, I'm happy at least one team out there thinks of him as a possible potential point guard replacement for their current first bout hall of famer. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. It'd be nice right. if the, the Knicks continue to recognize his value. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, Knicks fans. This year, you've got goals and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Save time and energy. You need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you need to do is heat up and enjoy. I don't know about you, but one of the things I like to do to stay healthy is eat a lot of grilled chicken. The problem is I don't think grilled chicken tastes very good most of the time. With Factors meals, grilled chicken is always super fresh and super tasty, and they give you all sorts of varieties. This week, I got an order of roasted grilled chicken, and then I got another order of potato leek mash and grilled chicken. Both of them were absolutely delicious. My favorite thing about Factor is they always give you some grilled chicken dishes because I get the low calorie option that are totally delicious, easy to prep, obviously, and they always leave me wanting another dish the next night. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. With keto, calorie smart, 
vegan and protein plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select veggie and vegan meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed food delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes, there is no easier way to eat well. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best life. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Don't hesitate. Head to factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Okay, let's get to it. I'm sure we're going to have an active one tonight. Should be fun. I hope so. First, uh, yes, of course, it is my boy. What's up, Mac? It's your boy, Frank, for Patreon. Shout out to our, our Monroe tier patrons are higher. Uh, this is going to be a much, much more fun town hall tomorrow. It's time that we have a serious conversation with the RJ cultists about how quickly needs to be starting over him. It's clear why this front office wanted him out. Frank, you start us off on a negative foot after the best win of the season. Come on. Come on, Frank. Now, listen, um, these are both young players. They are asked to do different things on this team. They have been asked to do different things on this team. I just realized that the poster behind me is askew because I jumped up and I think I slammed into it after they won this game. Um, like what's the what's the meme with the little girl? Why not both? Right? Uh, do I think both of these players are destined to be Knicks for the long term? No, I don't. I think uh, one of them is likely to get traded at some point. I, if you ask me to bet on it now, I'd probably bet that uh, one of them maybe gets traded this summer. Uh, if I had to, if I had to wager, but I don't have to, so I'm not going to. Uh, but like, look, quickly is a really good player, RJ has the capability of being a great player. Um, if you want to say quickly as the capability of being a great player too, I think I still believe I'm the biggest RJ RJ hater. There is obviously ask anybody. I think his ceiling is higher than quickly. I think he still has a, a ceiling that he has not even touched yet. And the prospect that, um, you know, that he would do that in another uniform would be really upsetting because kid was drafted by the Knicks third overall, like, Wants to be here. Seems to love being here. Uh, I we don't have to pit them against each other. You know, they both. Let's focus on this year. They're both. They this team needs both of them this year. So let's let's focus on that. Haitian Frag, what's going on, Haitian? Great to hear from you. Never thought I'd say this. RJ doesn't fit with Randall. Oh my God, what is this with the theme? Um, and it ain't Randall. That's the problem. That Mitchell trade would have been that bad. Uh, wouldn't have been that bad. Excuse me. I would sign up for Brunson, Mitchell, and Randall right now. You know, look, probably regardless of what happens this trade deadline, this summer, next year, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about the Mitchell trade that was not done for a very long time. Um, Donovan Mitchell... Barring and I'm by the way for anybody who was watching the end of that game and saw him on the floor, he apparently got up under his or maybe he was helped off, but he got off the floor. It was I don't doesn't seem like it was that bad. I hope it wasn't bad. We don't want to wish injury on anybody, especially a guy like Donovan Mitchell who was great for basketball. And what I was going to say is like barring some sort of serious injury, um, which again we obviously no no one is expecting nor does anyone want. Like Donovan Mitchell's on track to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, which is why we're going to talk about the fact that they did not trade for him 
regardless of what they do or don't do for the rest of, you know, for, for a very long time, because they clearly had the opportunity to do that. And they were at the two yard line and they, and they decided, you know, they, they weren't going to, they didn't need to, they, they, they weren't prepared to do what it needed to be done to, to get it over the, the, the goal line. And uh, someone else came in and took it away from them. It is what it is. It's not the end of the world. You know, it's not the end of the world. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Thanks to KFS for playback tonight. Great benefit for Patreon members. Thank you for the shout out, Robert. Hashtag 53 wins. Still alive, baby. Still alive. 53. Let's go get him. Animal Miles, can we at least get the paper plate back up if we're not getting the Randall? Um, it's not a jersey. It's a, it's the slam poster. That's that's the thing. Um, Man, all the way back around. All the way back around for what is a career in New York that is unrivaled by anything that I have seen in my nearly 40 years watching and paying attention to sports in this city. Who in God's name has had a career in New York like Julius Randle? Um, the moment at the end of the third quarter where he was kind of soliciting cheers from the crowd and raising his arms and kind of pumping up the crowd. That was so cool to see. And I'm really happy for him because my God, it wasn't, I know it wasn't just me, but I, I don't know many people who went harder on him last year than I did. Dude's been awesome. Dude's been awesome. He's done everything that you could reasonably ask of him. And, uh, you know, Brunson's kind of now, you know, receded back a little bit. They needed the I mean, biggest performance of the year. Let's just say that biggest performance of the year in a game they absolutely needed. So, all the credit in the world to him. <clears throat> Thanks, Hannibal. Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, Sam Garcia's dad? iHeart's best game as a Nick? Absolutely. Without question. Zero question. There is life after Mitch. Lots of roses to hand out tonight. Completely agree. That's why I wanted to get Benji on here and, and go through all of the, the guys. Um, who deserve to be talked about and deserve to be praised because there were a lot of them. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this could spur him on because again, they need, need good center play until Mitch gets back passable center play. And tonight what I heart gave you was more than passable. Thanks Sam Garcia's dad. Appreciate it. Jasso focus. What's going on, Ja? Great win. Clutch moments from the hashtag mid three. Hashtag four to go. Um, yes, yes. Can we make this a thing, right? I said, I, I've been saying it now, a few games. I don't care how you get them. I don't care if the Celtics decide to sit everybody on in uh, on Thursday night or if the Nets decide to give Kyrie Irving a night off. Uh, and that's how we, or, you know, however you do it, get to the all-star break at 500. Just Get to the all-star break at 500. That's all we need. This was one. Four to go. Need it. Thank you, Ja. Kevin, what's going on, my man? Kevin Danishevsky. Julius is turning into a, is turning in a special, special year. I'm going to come out and say it. I think he could be the second best player on a championship team if, if his head is right. It's still an interesting fit to envision what I will say. And this is if you're talking big picture conversation for the Knicks and things that have developed and perhaps changed since the offseason. The fact that Julius Randle's shot has come back around. And I think we can dispense with the empty gyms conversation that, you know, obviously made a lot of the rounds last year. The dude is, is he the most consistent three point shooter in the world? No, he's not. But he's a guy that on this volume, shooting threes at this level of accuracy, which is just good enough when you shoot this many threes, <clears throat> it becomes a lot easier to envision him alongside a true number one, a real number one. And then you get Brunson in there slotting in as what Brunson should be. 
which is the point guard who can give you instant offense when you need, can can just give you the steady steady the ship when you need. He's great in the locker room, great leader, all of those things. Um, good off his his shooting has really come around, making some some pull ups. He's good with spot ups, like all those things. Yeah, I'll talk myself into that. Depends on who the number one is, but I'll talk myself into that. Absolutely, I'll talk myself into that. Good, good comment by you, Kev. Appreciate that. Um, next up, Robert Cross with another one. <laughs> I, I I farts. Is it fair and reasonable to say that I heart can use this game as a catalyst moving forward? Took the words out of my mouth. Uh, thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag fifty three wins. Yeah, and you know it was nice that we saw it tonight, and um, it was you had to laugh about it. Uh, on we we laughed about it on playback when iHeart was uh at the the top of the arc, <clears throat> and they got Deuce. He got he hit Deuce on a on a cut, um, not an open layup, but a, a great pass from Hardenstein that that allowed Deuce to take um a point blank shot, and he made it. Like Hardenstein can do stuff like that. It's the stuff he did with the Clippers all of last year, and he has not done this year now inevitably it's going to turn to a conversation is like is that because the coaching staff is telling him not to do that is or is that just because they're you know not doing the things that they should be doing the backup unit when they're in there uh sure enough one play later he (laughs) he tries a long outlet pass and it goes out of bounds so it's like you know it's a give and take the more he passes the more he's allowed to create the more you're going to get some good and some bad there's no question he needs to be used in a different role than he's being used in. But I think the big thing tonight, defensively, he showed up. He just, he needs to be, he, I said it after the last game, he needed to be better. He was better tonight. So good job by him. Hope it starts something good. Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? A lot of players get the calls. Randall didn't get multiple times in the paint tonight. Completely agree. We've talked about it. I know I talked about it recently. I forget in what venue, but he has become a very difficult player to officiate because he's so big and he's so strong and it looks like guys back out but bounce off of him um in that way he is you know he's you know you want to compare it to zion you want to say he's like a mini shack like whatever you want to say but he's so big and he's so strong that like you know refs aren't going to call it all the time. Anyway, didn't matter. Julius Randle is an all-star. Hashtag keep Randle. Hashtag keep IQ. I love the Randle love tonight. I've gone back and how many times have I flip-flopped? My God. Let's see. I was Brunson, then Randle. Then back to Brunson, and now I'm back to Randle. So that's one, two, three flip-flops in what in a half a season. It's a lot of flipping, a lot of flopping. But yeah, I'm, I'm here for Randall All-Star. <clears throat> Dizella, what's going on, Dizella? Better minute, always listening. Guys, we got one. Yes, we did. Some mistakes down the stretch, but they held their own big win. Who is this Isaiah Hartenstein? Yes. Um, yeah, they made the, the the two that I think were the ones that uh well I guess the, the so three. Um they didn't get the rebound on the missed free throw that turned into the four point possession for the Cavs. That was big. Um, the the foul on Garland, which we could question the call. I didn't think it was a good call. Either that or Andrew was saying in the moment he didn't think they should have given him the continuation, even though they're always going to give him that continuation. Um, and then what ended up looking like a pretty poor possession there on the la- the one that the, the Knicks last possession. Um, that was not a great possession, even though. I like that they ended up getting it to Julius under the basket. Um, even with those two monsters there, because I thought he had been really good under the basket He's all year. And, and in this game, although that's a tough, it's still a tough moment with, with those guys defending. So yeah, mistakes, but came up with the plays needed to win. Good teams make plays to win. They made the plays to win. Good job by them. Thanks. Dizilla. Good to hear from you. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. I'm now a Randall believer. Wow. So I've come back around. You've come back around. Woof. Anything is Kevin Garnett voice. (laughs) Anything is possible. Um, He is a core piece when the Knicks win the chip in 2026. Hashtag 53 wins. 
I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere because like, <clears throat> look, we know the Knicks are going to trade or going to attempt at some point to trade for a star player. And in a vacuum, look, everything situations are unique. You never know. If you're a team looking at the Knicks and looking at their roster, all things being equal, are you going to want to go for Julius Randle or are you going to want to go for RJ Barrett? I I still think more teams will probably want to go for RJ Barrett, which sounds crazy because we've been sitting here for two months and talking about how Julius Randle's an all-star and he's turned it all around and he's back and the whole thing and he's efficient now and all this that, and the other thing. And RJ, all I do is complain about RJ, you know? Um, but the difference, I think, is that Julius Randle's 28 years old. RJ Barrett is 22 years old. And you are, are going to think, right? That now I know, by the way, Robert, you don't want to get rid of RJ. So I, I, I understand I'm probably giving, giving you some consternation by even having this conversation. I just, I'm trying to be realistic. And the notion that like Leon Rose is just going to roll forward with this, you know, big three, mid three, whatever you want to call them in, in perpetuity. I'd be very surprised. And I don't think Brunson's going anywhere. So it's probably going to be one of the other two, just because you, you're, that's just how star trades get made. There's a centerpiece of the trade. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Crazier things have happened. Who knows? Maybe we're looking at all three of them next year and a star. It's not out of the bounds of reason, right? Handy M. What's going on, Handy M? Uh, very important win. Thank you, Cavs. So who picked one and two? What has two thumbs? What are we at now? Uh, I'm uh, six and seven, right? Yeah. Six and seven on the year. I got an opportunity to tie it up next week. Giddy up. Let's do it. Serious question. What role do you think Johnny Bryant plays? Does he have much influence? Hashtag. Nice job. Hardenstein. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That would be me wagering a guess. I know he's the one that gets up and like appears to whisper sweet nothings in Tom Thibodeau's ear um, at moments throughout the game. Uh, he, I don't know what those sweet nothings are. Uh, he seems to have a very instrumental role though. Um, that's a good question for me to ask uh, Fred Katz next time Fred Katz is on the pod, because I think that's the sort of thing that Fred Katz would know. Uh, I will ask him that. Um, but I think he plays an important role as the associate head coach. And, you know, I, I feel like he was brought in as kind of like the conduit to do the stuff that Tibbs clearly is not very good at, which is like the more the more personal part of the head coaching gig. Um, so maybe that's a big part of Brian. Like we, I mentioned it before, like Brian, I'm pretty sure Randall has said on the record, Brian was the one who talked to him like, hey, got to shoot more threes this year. Like you got to let it fly. Be confident. I'm sure he has those sorts of conversations with lots of players on the roster. So I think he plays a really important, important role here. Thanks, Hamdi. Appreciate the contribution uh, very much. Jasso focused with another one. RJ and I hard with back-to-back defensive moments at the end. Redemption. Yeah, man. Because you, you, could, you could argue of the players currently in the Knicks rotation. Let's put Sims aside, right? Because he hasn't really had a full, a full runway. You could argue Hardenstein and RJ are, are have been I feel bad saying the worst defenders because like RJ has been tasked with defending really good players. Jalen Brunson is not. Jalen Brunson, they hide Jalen Brunson intentionally. And you see every night points like instances where you you understand why they hide Jalen Brunson because he's a small human being and like even aside from being small, he's like not the best defender in the world. Like you can you know, you could you could get him. He's not a like a glaring weak spot. He could he holds his own well enough for a guy his size. But like, so I don't I don't want to say they've been the worst defenders, but relative to expectation, I don't think there's any question that those guys have been the most disappointing defenders on the team. Considering coming into the season, there were some statistics that painted Isaiah Hardenstein, as we talk about sometimes, as like the biggest uncovered gem in the league defensively. And then when you go to RJ, I mean, 
you know, I don't need to talk about where where our expectations were for RJ defensively, and he has not lived up to those expectations. So yes, great job by them. I love that you brought that up. Wonderful point. Exhibition continues. Thank you for the contribution. Um, the Knicks really want you to feel all the emotions each game. I was covering my eyes, man, down the stretch. It's covering my eyes. And specifically on the Brunson free throws. I'm not going to lie. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll cry to stop laughing. In all we go as far as Julius Shoy takes us. Um, is Julius Randle the most important player on this team? Man, it's a good question. I don't know. They're not. They're not good enough to have a guy that you say will go as far as player X takes us. Even Brunson, like I don't think Brunson's that good. Um, Randall isn't that good. Like RJ is not that good. Quickly's like none of them are that good. They need to do it as a team. Which is why I think the passing that we've seen over the last three games is so important. Which is why for them to gut out a defensive performance like this one against a good offensive team is so important. They need to do it together. If you're talking about a team that has their lack of superstar talent, and then you just like, again, we we always have quibbles and they're going to lose, you know, I'm sure another game at some point in the relatively near future and then we're going to, you know, all the quibbles will be back. Just like look at the teams that have a better record than them and look at the teams that have a worse record than them like that are like right behind them in the standings and look at the best player on all those teams. Like there's no question. Like you could look at Brooklyn and be like, Oh, they're going to go as far as Kevin Durant takes them. And the bucks are going to go as far as Giannis takes them and like up and down, like Atlanta is going to go as far as Trey young takes them. The Knicks don't have a guy that is worthy of his name being in that sentence. And for them to be sitting here now at 26 and 23, 49 games into the season, one game back a sixth and a game and a half up on eighth. Someone needs to get some credit for that. I think it's credit to the team, credit to the front office, and maybe... I've been talking for almost 50 minutes and I haven't mentioned them once. Maybe, maybe a little credit to the head. To Johnny Bryant. Yes. The assistant coach, Johnny Bryant, maybe even Othella Harrington go down the list, the coaching staff, the whole crew. Yes. Yes. The whole, whole coaching staff. The whole, that's what John was going to say. And that is all he was going to say. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.